I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in hour number one, Clay Travis, hour number one of the week, Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. And Buck, are you ready for a called shot to start the week here? I I am embarrassed by how much time I have spent looking into all of these IRS whistleblower allegations. And how much time I have spent contemplating the impact over the entirety of the weekend. I tried to read everything that I could. And I know that there's probably a lot of people out there, Buck, who are super busy. And all of the names and the dates and everything else kind of are swimming in the head. And it can be hard to keep on tap with all this. Just be totally well informed. I'm going to do my best to try to lay out a fairly simple case here of exactly what happened and why it's so consequential. But I'm going to give you my conclusion first. And then, like back in the day, I'll show you my math. You remember, Buck, when you'd have to be in math class and maybe you knew what the end result answer was supposed to be, but you would get dinged because your teacher would look at it and she'd break out the red pen and she'd be like, show the work. So you could get, I just drive me crazy in geometry. Like, okay, we know what uh, an isosceles triangle is, but you have to prove that, that, that you can get to the right result. I'm going to show my work, but I'm going to start with the conclusion. In my opinion, Buck, Joe Biden will not be the nominee in 2024. Whoa, I, whoa, I, buddy, that whoa. Is the, that is the conclusion. This is intense. We're gonna going to dig into this. Allie, make sure we flag this. I am going on the record on Monday, June 26, 2023. And God forbid if I have to show up on November 9th, 2024 or something and Joe Biden's been reelected president of the United States because that will be a, a dark day for all of us. I do not believe, Buck, based on all of my diving into these stories, I don't believe that they're going to be able 
to put forward Joe Biden as the nominee in 2024. Now, I think that he probably will cite health as the reason, age, health, it's time for a new generation. He's going to make it sound like it is his choice. But, Buck, I believe that what has been alleged against Joe Biden is the most consequential abuse of power by a president in my life. I was not alive, for all of you out there, during Richard Nixon's uh, tenure as president. We're going to need a fact check on that. Yeah. (laughs) Buck thinks I'm 82. He thinks that Joe Biden and I were uh, classmates at Syracuse Law School back in the day. I would have been a much better student than he was at Syracuse Law School if I'd been there with him, by the way. So most of you. Uh, But I believe that since 1980... Since, basically, Buck was born in the last two generations, I was born in 79, in my life there has never been a more uh, flagrant violation of uh, the law, and I do believe there are criminal, there's criminal behavior here, by a sitting United States president than what has happened with Joe Biden so, as it pertains to Hunter. So here's, I'm going to give you the counterpoint now. Yep, because I still believe that Joe Biden is going to get pushed across the. Uh, I should when I say pushed across the finish line, that would mean he wins, but that he will be the nominee, and and that, that on yep. election day in eighteen months or less than that now, um, that it'll be Joe Biden on, on the ticket, barring a real. I, I've, we've always said there's the wild Certainly card of a true health yes. situation, yes. which is you know, we don't we don't heaven forbid, but that's possible always at, at someone at that age, uh, and and here's why. Everything that, and I read, I'm sure you saw the Wall Street Journal breakdown of it. It's, it is just tax evasion, and that's what I said all along that the tax evasion here was the most obvious stuff imaginable. And to bring that down to a failure to file misdemeanor, you know, this is like saying, oh, it wasn't an armed robbery. You know, it was somebody who just like took a pack of gum without paying for it at the drugstore. Like it's a totally different stratosphere of, of seriousness. And, And here's, but here's what I would say. Because and I'm I wouldn't like I wouldn't bet I don't own a I don't you know own the house that I live in but I wouldn't bet the farm so to speak on this one I'm still pretty confident in it here's why uh, Clay it all turns into it's alleged not proven and while Biden is president will not be proven because the DOJ would have to do this the statute of limitations they ran the clock out which we will talk about here. So that means it's over. That means it's done. Even if you had a hard-charging federal prosecutor who said, all right, that's it. We're going to finally get justice against Hunter. Can't do it under the law. Doesn't have the right to do it under the law for the most serious ones, which we're going to talk about. The lesser ones he could go after, but that's already been dealt with. Um, When I say dealt with, I mean, you know, the fix is in on that. And you have to remember the white noise that comes into play here with anything that we say about about uh, Biden, they're going to say, "Look at Trump, multiple felony and in- multiple felony indictments." Now, this is unjust. It's gross. It's wrong. But I think they still run this out. But now, now, do you want to get into like yeah, what it now, is? Now that's- I'll start. Yeah, now I'll start showing my work. And, and by the way, let me go ahead and open up. We don't have any guests scheduled today. Eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two. Smart questions, right, Um, about these allegations coming out from the IRS whistleblower. That's what I'm asking for maybe lawyers out there, uh, because I think a big part of this, and I'll go ahead and toss it out, Buck, I think that the federal judge who is slated to accept Hunter Biden's plea bargain in this case 
should reject the plea bargain. The judge has the discretion to do this because there is clear evidence of obstruction of justice, which means that this was not a fair and impartial investigation. So, and one of our staff, if they can look up this guy's name, I hate, or girl, I, I think it's a guy. I hate to even, you know, put his name on blast here, but he needs to, and I believe it's a he, refuse to accept this obstruction, uh, th- this this plea agreement, because there's been clear, clear obstruction. And Buck, I actually think, so let me, going back to showing the work, there is a fabulous editorial in the Wall Street Journal that I would encourage all of you to read, laying out the uh, the clear tax crimes committed by Hunter Biden. I don't actually as much want to focus on that because it's clear that he got a sweetheart deal. I think, Buck, the sweetheart deal that he got is actually the story here because I believe there was a clear obstruction of justice and lying that occurred at the very top of the Department of Justice with Merrick Garland. I think that Merrick Garland has likely committed perjury as it pertains to his testimony in front of Congress surrounding Hunter Biden. I think that Joe Biden, while he has not yet been put under oath, should be put under oath because I think this whole idea that he wasn't involved in any of Hunter's business dealings has now been blown up. And and the way that I would ask that we think about this is, Buck, I, I jotted down a bunch of notes and I just want to but I just want to start on this. This uh Gary Shapley. He is the IRS whistleblower who went to the House Ways and Means Committee and has now testified under oath alongside of one of his fellow IRS employees about exactly what was said in meetings, in particular that David Weiss, who was the U.S. attorney investigating this case, wanted to bring uh, cases in both California and Washington, D.C., against Hunter Biden, was shot down in both of those jurisdictions, and that he also requested special counsel status and that Merrick Garland refused to grant him that special counsel status. These are the allegations of Gary Shapley, which are supported by emails sent in October of 2022, immediately after this October of 2022 meeting. He has provided names, he's provided dates, he's provided full information to support his allegations, as well as a a subordinate witness. So, Buck, what I would start with is this. Why do people lie? This is a a broad question for everybody out there listening. Why do people lie? Usually, Buck, someone lies because they want to protect themselves from the consequences of their actual actions or because a lie benefits them based on the lie giving them more money, giving them more status, giving them something to gain. In other words... It is very rare that someone lies without either a protection mechanism or a benefit under which they will gain. Let me ask you this. Gary Shapley, this IRS whistleblower, what does he gain here? Think about this, Buck. He voluntarily spoke under oath to tell his story. If Gary Shapley, this IRS agent, were lying... He would have opened himself up 
to perjury charges. But can you think of someone who has basically waved his arm as widely as he can, drawn as much attention to himself as he could, and then said, oh, please put me under oath and let me risk perjury charges to tell you a lie. Who's lying is the number one question here. Everything that you're laying out is true, and yet it all fundamentally rests on a faith in the system that I do not believe any of us should have anymore. This is the f- you still believe that the law works. I'm sitting here to tell you that the whole reason we're even where we are at this stage is because the fix is in. They okay. won't allow this to go any further. Clay, uh, you, this, Hillary, th- you're right. Hillary Clinton broke the law blatantly while she was running for president it couldn't have been any more obvious and the fbi director pulled this bizarre national conference to say nobody would prosecute her and then the democrat doj was like well if the fbi director who's not even a prosecutor i mean we could go all the way back to bill clinton lying under oath i just what you are saying i get it it's like you're laying out the prosecution's case here and it is ironclad but it doesn't matter they don't care there's nothing that can be done to force the prosecution of hunter that's the that's where this that's why he did the guy didn't that's why weiss didn't get special counsel uh appointment that's why that was so critical he knew he needed that because as long as he has to say mother may i up the chain it doesn't go anywhere okay you're right i have still faith you still have faith which i appreciate i still have faith and here's why I have faith, Buck. Because I think America is filled with Gary Shapleys. Gary Shap, like, I don't know this guy at all, all right? And, you know, I'm sure that he's going to get savaged the likes of which you haven't seen anybody savaged. If this guy had a parking ticket in his past history, if anybody ever said Gary Shapley uh, even noticed that a woman was good-looking in the IRS office, he's going to get savaged. Because the Democrats and their friends in the media are going to go through everything this guy has done in his entire career to try to discredit him, okay? But Buck, he's got the receipts. He's got the receipts. And him coming forward as he has, his story is so compelling that I think it cuts through a lot of the noise here and it ultimately leads to this question. Who's the liar? Somebody's lying. Right, These stories, it's impossible for them to both be true. The only check on all of this, they are lying. We know they are lying. But, Clay, we've known they were lying all along. I I remember when this stuff about Burisma first broke, I was working at the Hill, uh, and John Solomon broke some of these initial stories there. He was was a colleague of mine there. I was sitting in the office when he was getting some of these faxes and some of this information and some of this stuff was coming through to him. And nothing has changed in all of those years. They ran out the clock on the statute. So I sit here and and think the only real check on all of this is beating the Democrats. That's it. This is a little bit like Benghazi all over again. The election is the the check, right? The election is the check on this. If we are hoping that judges and prosecutors are going to save us from the corruption of the Democrat machine, we're going to be hoping for many, many decades in vain. It's not happening. Okay. That's also, Buck, why I think, and, and I know that a lot of the House Republicans listen and their leadership, just trust me on this, you 1 billion percent have to open full-on impeachment hearings on 
uh, and impeach him on Merrick Garland and on Joe Biden. And you have to have primetime hearings laying out all of this evidence just like they did on January okay. 6th. Totally agree with that. That's that's where this is a this is now a political yeah. all out battle. The yeah. legal process, in my opinion, now I know the judge still has to accept the plea deal, and there are a couple of things. There are some hail marys for justice here at the end, but the political process is the only means of achieving any justice for the corruption from the very highest level. That look, we didn't even get it. We should get into more of these details. Yeah. Joe Biden, they, they were running a straight-up influence-peddling operation yes. to the Chinese Communist Party, everybody. to the, If you were trying to pick, oh, other than Russia, right? But, I mean, realistically, the country that we should be the most concerned about getting access and influence at the top of government. And their whole, oh, Joe Biden wasn't in office then. The whole point is he's a former vice president. Every Democrat will take his call. Every senator on the Foreign Relations Committee will take his call. That's what they were selling. That's yeah. the whole point. It is corrupt, even if the law can't be applied. So let's come back, because I agree. Yes. The details, I will say, even, I mean, this is the Hunter stuff and the Joe Biden stuff is even more gross than a lot of us uh, had thought. And we thought it was gross for years. Let's get back into this in a second. We'll take your calls on this. Look, Clay very well could be right here. Maybe there's something at the last minute that comes through legally. Um, but I think we both agree why not impeach? Why not impeach Joe Biden over this? Why and not Mary impeach Garland? Him? Both both yeah. of them have to be what, impeached. What is? I mean, what is the rationale to not do that? I'm curious. We'll get back to this in a second. Over the weekend, there were a fair number of rallies on both sides of the abortion debate. Some celebrated the positive effects of the one year anniversary of the Supreme Court's decision to turn Roe v. Wade to the individual states. Others complained of the new laws now enacted in more than half of our states. I saw one statistic celebrating more than 60,000 lives saved in the last year alone. Long before the last year, the pre-born network of clinics has been saving the lives of unborn children. They've been at it for 17 years, welcoming pregnant women into their clinics and offering them love, support, and ultrasound experiences so they can meet their unborn child. That activity alone allows a mother to make the right decision and bring their child into this world. Every day, pre-born's network of clinics rescues 200 babies' lives in just this way. Would you consider donating your dollars to help them with their work? They don't ask pregnant mothers visiting their clinic for money. They rely on our donations, the pro-life community. Use your cell phone, please, now. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Helping you separate truth from fiction. Every single weekday, the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Well, here we go, friends. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Just real quick, Clay's going to lay out some more of the details, the really just filthy details of the Hunter Biden corruption here. But we also have uh, the breaking news today that Speaker House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he'll start impeachment of Attorney General Merrick Garland by July 6th. At least an inquiry into it. We will dive into this a lot going on here in just a few minutes studies suggest the average american man today has only half the testosterone of a guy 50 years ago you can attribute it to a variety of things like diet stress and environmental factors but when t levels are low so is a guy's energy drive and focus but there's a natural remedy you should try out there chalk natural supplements they offer a great bundle chalk's male vitality stack the leading ingredient of which has been proven to replenish testosterone 
up to 20% in just three months' time. It's a game changer for guys. You'll start feeling more energized and able to take on the day, I'm talking the whole day, with gusto. Sign up at Chalk online at chalk.com. It's spelled C-H-O-Q. Save 35% off when you use my name, Buck, in your purchase process. That's 35% off for the life of your subscription, not just one time. Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, for 35% off. Start feeling good again naturally with Chalk Supplements. Go check them out at Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck and I agree that there must be impeachment of Merrick Garland. I think you got to impeach Merrick Garland and Joe Biden. Now, by the way, they're not going to get removed by the Democrat-controlled Senate. They'd have to get to 67 votes. Not going to happen. But the primetime hearings and the story that would be able to be told would be significant. Here is Speaker Kevin McCarthy saying, hey, we're starting the process of impeaching Merrick Garland. Listen. Yesterday I laid out very, very clearly by July 6th, because of the allegations from the IRS, because of the whistleblowers and the DOJ, are, are Garland, what he is saying and what David Weiss are saying privately are two different things. Right. And if it comes true what the IRS whistleblower is saying, we're going to start impeachment inquiries on the attorney general. Okay, so th- that to me is a no-brainer. I mean, can, can we I just both, the IRS whistleblowers talk, he's speaking the truth, folks. There's, there's. The IRS whistleblower is speaking the truth. There's no reason to believe that, as you said, he would lie, right? There's Yeah, I mean, I think at its most basic level, who is likely to be telling the truth and who is likely to be lying? And almost always the person who is lying has an incentive to be lying, right? There's no incentive that I can see under which Gary Shipley, Shapley, this IRS agent, would be lying. In fact, Buck, he's opened himself up to criminal prosecution by voluntarily testifying under oath as to his story. But let's go back, because we said we were going to share a couple of the details here as it pertains to uh, Hunter Biden and exactly what he was doing with these uh, with these tax returns. Wall Street Journal editorial points out, Hunter Biden expensed a prostitute on his tax returns. He claimed that prostitute was a, quote, Buck, West Coast assistant, which, <laughs> to be fair, uh, maybe she was West Coast assisting. Uh, he deducted, we know Hunter is an artist, so apparently he's yes. also quite creative in his writing. Uh, he also deducted $10,000 for a golf club member deposit. And uh, that money actually, quote, went to pay for a sex club. So Joe Biden, son Hunter, attempted to expense a prostitute and a sex club. Also, Buck, I haven't seen this talked about as much. He deducted his entire child's tuition payment at Columbia University from his taxes as well, something that, to be fair, I imagine a lot of you out there who are paying for tuition to college or private school, for that matter, would love to be able to do as well. Can we play a game for a second? Because I think this will really put it all into perspective. If if you were trying to be, remember Michael Cohen, uh, Trump's lawyer, and people were talking about who is the worst lawyer in America, Michael Cohen or or Avenatti, right? And it was yes. it was it was close. Avenatti yes. went to federal prison. 
if you were trying to be the worst accountant in America, telling your client, hey, write off your sex club visits, I think that's pretty that's pretty high-level awful. You know what I mean? That's write off your prostitutes and your sex club visits as some form of business expense that the federal government should be picking up for you. This isn't gray area stuff, right? This isn't because because, you know, taxes, there's complexity and there's, you know, oh, well, like, is this a work trip or is this a personal trip? Well, I did some work. You know, we all know there's that stuff, right? This is the bright red line crossing of obvious law. Now, I know there's always this impulse for a lot of us who feel like the IRS and the tax code, the whole thing is kind of a sham and fine. But if we're all supposed to live by these rules... And if any Republican who did this would be sitting in federal prison for years, that is the rule, that is the standard. If we do not have a uniform standard for this kind of stuff, then we do not have the rule of law. Now, I think what we've seen is we don't, but it is important for us to detail for everybody why what really happened here so that the political check on all of this becomes... More likely, I would hope. I would hope that people would look at this and say, hold on a second. This is just too much. You know what I mean? Like, this is now showing that when we talk about the Biden crime family, that's not some right-wing talking point. There was a criminal enterprise based around the Biden name. Hunter Biden was at the very center of it, and Joe Biden was in the background as the godfather of this thing. That's what was going on. You know... It's also interesting, Buck. Uh, I was just talking about this. The judge. I, I think this is why this is why I believe in many ways that Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee. I think it's moved from a argument that could be made by someone, and it's a reasonable argument, right? You could say, and they've tried to make this argument: Hunter was on drugs, and Joe Biden wasn't in office. And he didn't actually really have that much control, and it was just kind of messy. And Hunter is now like that's the argument they tried to make, right? They tried to turn the laptop, Democrats did, from a story of the Biden crime family trading access to China, Ukraine. Remember, Buck, they impeached Donald Trump the first time for asking Ukraine to look into what now we know were clear criminal behavior by hunter biden they impeached trump impeachment one was for trump raising the issue of hunter biden's criminal uh, complicity as it pertained to ukraine uh, in particular well now you understand here now you understand the ferocity of the response because it was all true when yeah. Trump was speaking to Zelensky, remember this? Zelensky's gotten a whole lot more famous yeah. and central to the global, uh, you know, news cycle than he was then. But when he was speaking to Zelensky about this, and he's like, "Can you look into the Hunter stuff?" Yeah, because Hunter was part of a criminal conspiracy rooted through Ukraine as well as China as well as Romania. And notice how with the whole thing with Trump, they're saying now is no one's above the law. Oh, I'm sorry, the son of Joe Biden is above the law because it looks bad for Democrats. That's not the rule. That's not the way it's supposed to be. So, you know, this is going to this is going to get more intense and it's going to get uglier because the Democrats have been appalling with this whole Biden fiasco all along. It's actually looking a lot. This is crazy. 
it's looking worse than the Hillary stuff. Which oh, who I think thought it's way worse? Right. Who thought you'd be able to say that though? I think Buck. I think it's worse than Watergate. I mean, I think when you look at all of these allegations, and I will be the first to admit, I am not an expert in every integral aspect of Watergate, right? I'm trying to turn myself into as much of an expert on this Biden situation as I can be because it's very complicated. There are a lot of different tendrils, and it's important for us talking to you to be able to understand all the nuances. Let me hit this too, Buck, but I think it's worse than Watergate. I think when you consider the impact, let me just sketch... 30 seconds of why it's worse than Watergate. Ultimately, Watergate was just a sloppy uh, break-in that, in its larger context, had zero impact on the 1972 presidential election. That is, Nixon was going to triumph in a monster way in 1972, whether these knuckleheads broke in at the Watergate complex or not, right? If you look at 2020 and you look at at all of the cover-up that has surrounded the Biden crime family, you can clearly argue that Biden rigged the election and all of his compatriots did and that the FBI, the Department of Justice, have been directly implicated in further rigging everything since he became president to try to protect Hunter Biden from the consequences of his own actions, which is why I think, and we mentioned this to start, I want to make sure I get her name right, the U.S. District Judge who has to approve this uh, plea agreement for Hunter Biden, her name is Mary Ellen Norieka, and I may be mispronouncing that. She is, and I looked her up, she is a Trump appointee, she is a graduate of Lehigh University, Columbia, uh, got her master's, her law degree from the University of Pittsburgh. She assumed office in 2018, was appointed by Donald Trump. District Court for the District of Delaware, this is her case. She cannot, cannot sign off on this plea agreement based on the allegations of obstruction surrounding this. Clear evidence that this plea agreement should not be accepted. She should based on the law, reject this and send it back and say, I cannot in good conscience. Now, can, I, can she, I give you two problems? Yeah, can yeah. I give you two problems? One, what you saw with the whole Hunter saga, they knew what they were doing. They ran the clock out on the statute, and there's nothing that can be done about that on some of the most serious tax evasion charges. Statutes run. You know, if you're going to undo statutes of limitations, I mean, that's going to create now Democrats have done that in some places at some time. Well, but and Buck, it, you could make an argument if there was obstruction and there was criminal behavior that Hunter Biden was complicit in. You can't engage just tossing it out there. You can't engage in criminal behavior yourself, yeah. which allows the statute of limitations yeah, but to run. But just FYI, the government moving possible. slowly, the government moving yeah. slowly and inefficiently. You're never going to be you'll just never be able to prove that there's never we know, but you can't prove it. So it's not going to matter. And then think of the pressure, and this is what I said about 2020 with all the different election challenges. I was like, it's not that they're, you know, it doesn't even matter how good or strong the challenges on the merits. No judge is going to have the backbone. People don't want to hear that. Yeah. It turned out to be 100% true. In this case, does this judge, is she willing, think of the ferocity of the Democrat response to this if she were to 
They've got a lot of ways of pressuring people and doing things that make their lives miserable. Now, that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she sees the Republic in the balance. She but. should have the backbone. This is why, in theory, Buck, judges have yeah. lifetime appointments. There's a lot of debate, debate and dispute about whether that should exist. She is, I'm looking at it right now, she is only, well, she's 56 years old. She's 56 years old. Uh, if she cares about justice, she would say, I'm not accepting this plea agreement. Yeah. Inflation, my friends, is still high. And you know how you know this? The prices all around you. They're rising on the items that we all rely on day to day. Plus, stock market volatility is a real challenge for people right now. So what can you do to get some yield? The Phoenix Capital Group says the time to diversify your investments is right now. Look, I'm a Phoenix Capital Group investor. They're recommending high-value U.S. oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middlemen. This is a Regulation D corporate bond offering open to all accredited investors with terms as low as nine months and includes monthly or compounding interest options. To find out more, download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Investment and bonds have a certain amount of risk associated with it, and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Clay and Buck. We got a lot of calls. Uh, This is obviously a weighty topic here. Uh, Coming up in the next hour, I do want to get into uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was at the border, and he's laid out. Uh, dare I say, a comprehensive immigration strategy. It's not reform in terms of amnesty, which is what generally gets talked about. It is the opposite of that. So we can break down for you what his proposals are. Um, immigration, certain to be a major issue for Republicans, not just in the primary, but also in the general. Um, and I wanted to get to, oh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about this Putin coup that didn't actually go through uh, over the weekend. Prigozhin. We haven't talked a lot about Ukraine on the show, mostly because there's a war going on over there. We're funding the Ukrainian side of it, and not much really changes day to day other than continued uh, bloodshed, chaos, and destruction. Changes in the sense of of uh, major areas of control. But the the, Wag- uh, the Wagner Group or Wagner, depend on who you Wagner Group. Um, it looked like it was marching toward Moscow. People were saying it was going to be a coup. Some of us saw this over the weekend and were like, ah, we don't know what's going on here. Turns out they stopped and decided that they were going to do something else. Prigozhin, Putin's chef, he used to be known as, is actually in uh, Belarus now in something of a self-imposed exile there. So we can get into more of this. But I wanted to get to your calls. Clay, I want to hear from you. David in Charleston, South Carolina, one of my favorite cities. David, what's going on? Well, good evening. Uh, dual mega dittos to all y'all. Thank you. Um, thank you for what you do. Quick question. What, why cannot the, the, uh, that rabid uh, federal prosecutor go after the Biden crime family for treason, which I don't believe has a statute of limitations, and the other thing is, I really miss the Spatula City ads. Oh, um, so 
in terms of treason, there is no statute of limitations. The chance of anyone bringing a treason charge against the Bidens is effectively, well, while Biden is president, is zero. So I, I also, Buck, it would be a, a, an actual hard case to prove, right? Because yeah. what would be the, I mean, you can Aid take and comfort money to from, the enemy in a time of war. That's not happening here. So treason is not the right. There's treason in the legal context and treason as the concept of betraying your country. You can argue the latter here, but on a purely legalistic sense, uh, letter of the law sense, this this doesn't amount to treason. This is bribery. It's tax evasion. It's FARA registration violation. It's, there's a number of crap. It's money laundering. It's wire fraud. Right? There's a lot. There's plenty. But but, uh, but I don't think you'll get a treason charge from anybody on this one. Pastor Chuck in Shawnee, Oklahoma. What's going on, yes, Pastor I have, Chuck? I have some thoughts about this critical race theory. It is proven through the Biden family. There is, and we can see the evidence that there is white elitist. You know, and they're talking about white privilege. What is it if we are not looking at it? But why doesn't Donald Trump have it? If there's a, I, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't agree with your analysis, Pastor Chuck. I don't understand what you're saying. Thank you for calling in. If there was white privilege, Donald Trump would have the white privilege, and he's facing decades in federal prison. I, this doesn't make. I'm not, I'm not seeing that. Uh, not to be disrespectful. You can, I appreciate you the call. Mock, you can mock the idea. Um, if white privilege truly existed, then um, Hunter Biden would be reflective of it. But here's the thing. Hunter Biden is reflective of Democrat, Democrat privilege. privilege. Yes. Which is, Maybe that's what Pastor Chuck was getting at. And that I would co-sign. There is leftist Democrat privilege. No doubt. It's right up there, Buck, with hot girl privilege at the very top of the privilege uh, pyramid, in my humble opinion. We will both go out of this life, Clay, never having experienced personally hot girl privilege. That is true. Well, I bet we've been taken advantage of through hot girl well, that's privilege, a as, as every heterosexual man listening to this program can well attest. Uh, we come back. we got a ton to get into. We'll continue to break down all of this uh, Biden crime family shenanigans, what happened in Russia, all that and more. Keep hanging with us. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.